This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. All right, guys, welcome into Coffee and Shell, episode 38 of the premier NHL video game podcast. Myself, Sleeves, and Kesso here to break. Today's episode is very GWC oriented, all right? Not going to beat around the bush. We're going to talk a lot about it. I just got back from Montreal. It is now concluded, and we can unpack it and all the kind of stuff. Kessler, you're going to lead the discussion, but I will fill it in where uh, it is necessary. But uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I was probably more busy than you. Maybe I wasn't. You know, yo, actually, you. I went away this weekend. Um, Where'd you well, go? You, de- you were definitely more busy than me, the <laughs> fact that, you know. Uh, no, I went with my wife and her family to Puddin Bay, like in Ohio. Have Puddin. you ever been there? What a Puddin. fun word, bro. Puddin. Puddin. P-U-T hyphen I-N. Puddin Bay. Have you ever been oh, there? Oh, that's, that's not nearly as fun. fun. I've no, never right? been, no, Pudding Bay is where Bill Cosby used to, you know, but um, <laughs> Jesus. No, it was cool. Uh, I just went away for the weekend. Uh, they rented a cabin. So uh, you, you like it's a small island. I want to say it's like one square mile or something. So like okay. uh, you drive around on a golf cart, you go to bars, you go eat, you do stuff. Sweet. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. You know, like it's pretty cool. It's like this huge party island. And I didn't realize that. And it's like oh. one of those places you go to in your early 20s, and if you don't walk away with an STD, then something was, like, wrong. Um, okay. That's, that's the kind of vibe it was. And it was weird we that had, her family wanted to go there. We got something. Uh, I used to have a cottage at a place called Turkey Point. And there was something called Potahawk every summer, which was there's a, there's a lot of sandbars on Lake Erie where we are, where that is. And basically everyone brings, like, 5,000 boats out to this sandbar. They anchor. And then it is, yeah, it's just, if you got, if you escape without getting something, that's a, that's a W. But, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. I was, uh, I got back from Montreal and got to experience the full gambit, got to hang out. Dude, I had my tires pumped by Gary Bettman. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I was surprised he was there for the first year. I don't remember if he was there again after yeah, that. He, uh, he handed out the trophy to like cooks and whatnot. Okay. So two years in a row he did that. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then obviously the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. he yeah. actually just had covid because uh you couldn't hand out the trophy yeah um but yeah nonetheless i guess he tested like ne- negative and whatnot which is uh which is good um it felt like it looked like he was like still battling it right, yeah bit, something but, seemed uh, off on the video yeah i just i think i think he was just battling it. like it, it looked like i guess he had like a you know a rough time with it but i mean he's not a young guy right no like and it was dude like i had no idea that was happening it happened like five seconds before like production was like gary bettman's here he's gonna hop on with you after this commercial i was like what i was like thank god carlin's the host yeah that's that's where like i really appreciated having carlin as a host because i was like i i don't know what to ask gary bettman like, no, but you <laughs> like, so i was so surprised watching that because like she did an amazing job but uh you got you and grizz have like experience doing smaller events um yeah, obviously yeah. You did like the online stuff but um you guys were able to like quick to come up with questions for the people that came on 
And I thought that was... I was nervous about yeah. that, too. Like, geeky and Savoy. Yeah, it's like, what do you even awesome. ask? You know, like, oh, Gary, what do you what do you do in your free time, you know? Yeah, what's your favorite versus team? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, so the, 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 the event was done. It was back in person again. Uh, it was my first year being the 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 the, the voice ever, the play by play of it, and uh, I had a lot of fun, man. And I got to meet a lot of people. Uh, the the crew that qualified this year vastly different than the crew I that I like. Twenty nineteen was probably my most fun trip in Vegas. A bunch of us went out, like Jaff and CJ one four two. Um, you know, it depends went out, and then it was like the qualifiers were like Cooks and 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 John Wayne. Uh, and Josh was there. So there's a lot, it was like older guys that qualified and I was younger and that was like, everyone was under 20 and I'm 30. So like, it was like, dude, it's a young I'm man's not, game now. We talked yeah, about like, that. I'm, last. Not, I'm not going out with you now. Like I'm, I, I think, so I didn't go out with them at all. Um, but they had a really good time. There was someone from the, they met up a lot. There was a discord of like 40 people, uh, that came down for the event in Montreal and they went out like every night. Like it was, I got invited, but like, I'm, I, yeah, like I, you know. But uh, shout out to Bobby the dog. He like, he was like the, the oh, dude, like the party manager. Like he like made sure all the kids got to like if they were going to the casino or whatever. He made multiple trips. The hotel made sure everyone was there. Everyone got back. Was he safe. like calling the Ubers and stuff? Yeah, yeah, dude. Like he was, he was on top of things. The one night they went out to a club and he had like bottle service for him and stuff. Like it was just, I was like, I was impressed. That's like, Bobby that. the Dog eighty eight on Twitch, right? Yes, yeah, was a good Bobby guy. the Dog. So I earned, uh, and I, you know, you know what's funny? Okay, so I got to, I have, I'm at the height of my popularity of NHL. It's only okay? downhill from here. Yeah, it is only downhill. But I got to meet a lot of people that came up to me. I got a really funny story about getting recognized, but. uh Whenever I meet someone in the community, guys, if, if you ever meet me in the community, if you meet anyone in the community, and if you met on Twitch or YouTube, if you come up, it isn't dumb. Introduce yourself with your tag. Because, like, the first day at rehearsal, I met, like, ten of them. And I went around and shook all their hands or whatever. And I was like, yo, I'm Jeremy. Yo, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Ron or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm Ron. <laughs> so the, ne the next day, I went up to him. I'm like, guys, we're going to do this one more time. I have no idea what your real name is. Like, let's do it again. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's Rampage. Oh, you know, it's, it's like, it's, you know, all that. Like, I, I, it was like much better. So, yeah. If you, in the future, just if you, if you interact on Twitch, let me know your Twitch tag. Were there any, like, uh, you know, any of those, like, Twitch trolls there? Like, those random people that come in and hate on you? Not really. No. Like, there was, like, like, it's Crosby. Oh, Crosby. But he's just a he little qualified, right? Like, or was that he the qualified? Other? Yeah, and he and he showed up. He showed up. Safir was there. A BBG was there. That's the I love BBG. That's the major one. Did he have the fork with him? The sport? I he did not. No, he just was a normal kid having a blast. Yeah, he's like, a he nice was just guy. Happy to be there. Very nice. Um, but yeah, so the, the it was dude it was so busy. I brought my dad. Uh, me and my dad never do anything. Just me and him. I don't think we've ever like maybe since I was a kid. Um, he said he wanted to see me cast an event, so I said, okay, why don't we just show you the best one, the biggest one. So I brought him out, and, uh, you know, he, he's a very, like, reserved guy. Like, he just stays at home, really. He has his local bar that he goes to. Like, he's he's very, very regular with, like, with the stuff. He doesn't really go outside the box and travel and all that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, but he had, a, he had a good time, and I had a really good time with him. Like, it was an experience that I will not forget when he is gone that I am very happy that I got to. We, we went to the draft, and, bruh. I don't know how much you pay attention to the draft, but A, the draft is usually never that big in the building that it's in because usually the team that has it isn't drafting first overall or anything like that. And they're not the Montreal Canadiens, so it's like just insane fan base. And then like all the drama, bro. Slavkovsky goes number one. I don't care if you're a Habs fan listening. I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. No one at that arena, and I would be willing to bet about 70 or 80% of Montreal Canadiens fans that did not go, wanted Shane Wright. So, Slavkovsky got booed getting off the bus outside. Like, there was, like, a thousand people outside before the draft, and Slavkovsky gets off, he got booed. So, anyways, there's, like, all this tension waiting to see who would get drafted, and everyone just assumed it was Shane Wright. Uh, so, Slavkovsky goes and won. It's like, dude, it's this eerie silence. Like, everyone's like... And then it's, like, five seconds goes by, and then they're all like, yeah, that's my guy! Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, they cheered. Like, they, the place went nuts. But, dude, and then it was, like, every pick after... So the Devils go too. They don't draft right. They draft Nemec, which is probably the right thing for them because they already have their top two line centers. Um, and then third, with dude, there was a point at which Shane Wright was going to play in the Bell Center to the College Barn because Arizona picked third, and they took Cooley, and now he fell to fourth. And it, dude, his ego, 
he it's like a hit and like i think it came off prior to this next moment i think it it took it was like everyone just kind of seen him as like you know like an ego he wanted he said that he was good enough to go first and all this kind of stuff and maybe he wanted the cloud a bit obviously you do like obviously if you're a player you want to go first overall Dude, so Shane Wright gets drafted to Seattle, and I don't know if you've seen the clip yet. He goes and shakes Bettman's hand, and the Canadian's table's right at the front. Bro, right as he turns to go and put the Kraken jersey on, death stare for like I saw a that clip, second yeah. and a half. And I was like, bro, I want this guy to blow up now. I'm fully on board. I got to meet him, too, and he's a very nice kid. I want him. I'm fully on the Shane Wright train. I hope him and Matty Beneers in Seattle. Seattle, an unbelievable draft, which is awesome, as Good, it should. Yeah. I no, can't I stand that. Dude, I don't follow any of the draft in any sport ever, especially hockey. Because I Hockey is like it, the least impactful a, the next year. It's so, always yeah, a crapshoot, though, because it's yeah. like, unless you're like a generational talent or something, and you know you knew McDavid was going to be amazing. Yep. But other than that, the, it's those always Those picks random. are easy because you know he's going to win overall. Yeah. So, anyway, so, and then before... The Shane Wright pick comes out, right, uh, at four. So three picks is gone. Dude, Batman goes back over to the podium. Everyone's just slamming him with booze. And he's like, you guys might want to lay off the booze because I have a trade to announce and both of them involve Montreal. And everyone's like, oh, everyone thought that they trade for the fourth overall pick and we're going to take Shane Wright. Like the place went, it was like they just scored a playoff goal. It was absurd. Like it, it was so much fun to watch in person. Um you know, like like I said, most drafts are kind of lame and boring, probably in person. Like, they're not very... This was absurd. Like, th- this was... It was crazy. And it's supposed to be one of the weaker drafts. So, I guess in the long run, it like, probably doesn't, you know... But uh, it was really fun to be at. Uh, in terms of the GWC, the kids got to go on the stage. I got to walk on the stage before the draft. I got to go and get a picture and a video of it for my vlog. I, I saw the picture awesome. of you guys walking across, but then I saw all the people that were down below, like, not even facing the stage. Oh, no, dude. It's, like, most important people in the sport are, like, yeah. you know, like, right there. And, like, they had to go do a, a promo picture on the thing, right? Um, So that was really cool. Uh, The GWC as a whole. Um, I, do the, do, I want you to do the behind-the-scenes stuff before we go into the yeah. games. Anything okay, okay, else yeah. that stuck out? Like, uh, so the venue, I thought the Europe venue, the European venue was the best venue that EA or that, that GWC has put on even more than Vegas. So the, the EU one, I don't know if, if anyone didn't watch it, it was in like this, it was like a theater, but it was like an esports theater. Like they set it up there. So the acoustics were great. The seating, it was like theater seating. Uh, the stage was really well done. Um, this, they had to work with like, it was tied to the draft tavern. The, the, I think it was called Tavern Modern is is like literally connected to the bell center. Um, so it made sense, but they had to basically convert a two story bar into the GWC finals. So they did a great job with it. Um, but you know, I think that was like, again, I think that it was fine and it looked really good and everything like that. I think that, but I just think if I were to rank like, uh, the HyperX studio in, uh, Vegas, the European one in Maastricht, and then this, this would be third. So, but, uh, it does I, I, rumblings, rumors that they do have interest in going back to Vegas, which is which is awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I want to get your thoughts. So as a competitor that like has a, had a chance to like be close, you had a death bracket um, that and like would you would end up having to face the eventual winner. Um, just we'll talk about your like thoughts and what you want to see improvements on it then a little bit. But in terms of like the behind the scenes stuff, rehearsal took like eight hours. Uh, it was really long, and again, it was because like they were, you know, it was it was a, they they had to test a lot of different things there. Uh, I went to dinner like every night with my old man. I didn't get in till like three in the morning every night, which is tough. Like the day of the broadcast, like I met Pete Blackburn at like two in the morning or one thirty in the morning at a bar right around the corner. Like he is hilarious and confirmed very short. Which I've seen is the pictures too. Is he it's uh, so short? Funny. I'm I'm like five foot eight. Is he shorter than me? I'm I'm like I'm five nine. Okay. And yes, like I was like, oh dude, this is great. Fuck, I need you to hang out with me all the time. <laughs> like you know, like he was a really awesome guy to meet. I got to hang out with Jordan from the Isles uh, and a couple other guys uh, from the uh, from the NHL scene. Uh, Kevin NHL, which is the nickname I deemed for him. Um, he was uh, someone that was working behind the scenes his first year doing the GWC. I thought he did a great job um and i'm excited to see uh him kind of maybe transition to a bigger role the gwc and i think he's got a really good ideas and it's, he's like ambitious with it you know i think that uh, the guys that were running it the last five years great job of of creating it um you know kind of 
got dealt every bad hand with COVID, and then when COVID like ends enough, EA releases four separate consoles. So, like, they could never get, like, momentum. Like, 19, I remember, it was like, man, this thing's going to become awesome. Like, I remember meeting the the guys that worked for the Madden competitive team. And the Madden, Madden League is, is, like, one of the best in terms of it's, one Yeah, it's, like, 10 years ahead right now. Exactly. And they were, they were the Madden team was literally in, in Vegas. And it, had, it was asking me questions back when I was, like, a nobody. Just, like, my thoughts on it and, like, how they should run it. And it sounded like they wanted to go to, like, 32-team tournaments. Um, and then COVID just derailed the whole thing. Um, and even this year, COVID still impacted it quite a bit because they wanted to do worlds. They wanted to bring Aki or the winner over to face. But in December, like, I think a lot of people, they don't understand the, like when legal is involved, it is so frustrating to do literally anything when a legal department is involved. So like in December, they have to release this legal doc. If you went and signed up for the GWC, it was like 15 pages long. That has to be ironed out before you go and register because they can't have you register for an event and then change things in the background, right? Like afterwards. I mean, it says subject to change, but like the the major points of it, they can't, they can't really change. So Omicron was like gigantic at the time. This is like right in December, right? So they, they had to be like, hey, we, we can't bring him over. Like, we don't know what the rules are, what, what it's going to be like in, 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 you know, in June and July. And th- that was tough, right? But they have a huge interest in doing that, at least it seems so. Hopefully next year we get back to Worlds. And maybe we see uh, Eki versus Regs. I know, so Jordan um, is is the guy running the manager for Isles GT, which is the gaming team for the New York Islanders. And if it wasn't for him, the lack of team involvement is just so sad because it's right there. Like, you know, NHL puts on this tournament. There's no requirements from the NHL teams. And it's like just free engagements. Like they're every social media team for the NHL, every NHL team literally just missed out on free advertising and like a good story, you know, because there's nothing going on. Unless you're the Colorado Avalanche or the Tampa Bay Lightning, you had nothing going on. Your, your accounts are just sitting there until the draft of free agency. So it was a shame, but Jordan went above and beyond and uh, went out to both events. And again, he's, I, I consider him a close friend now. And uh, so interested in growing like NHL esports and making sure the Islanders, uh, you know, really pushed Eki and Regs. And I thought that they did a great job. He's very well represented, and I hope to see that more teams kind of take that uh, that maybe not as aggressive, like as involved, because he is at the hyper end of involved, but uh, at least a little bit. And I think that they can learn a lot. So I had a couple meetings with NHL teams about uh, some future things that I I can't discuss, but I'm excited about. Um, but my next like chapter in terms of broadcasting, I think that's the one thing, um, I got it. I got, again, I don't like hearing my own voice. I think that, I don't know if many creators do. Uh, I hate my hearing my voice in the broadcast. I can never watch a broadcast back. Um, but I got told enough by people that I respect enough that I should continue to grow that. So I'm going to try and host things that aren't just NHL. I'd love to host like, you know, a Call of Duty event or, you know, a Halo event, things like oh, that. Oh, you did really good. To... I mean, you know that yeah. because you got that feedback from whoever, but like uh you didn't miss a beat whenever it came to the gameplay and the play. Yeah, I, you know, it just it would be I think it would be really fun something that interests me and it never and I'm not going to lie, when I started casting like esports events, it was like literally you know, there's like four ways to make money in the NHL video game space and if I want to make this my full-time job, I need to have everyone. So like it, that was the only reason I really didn't have a huge interest in it, it just kind of grew and i kind of got to like as high as i could go in in this space like i don't i really don't know how i mean i guess i could be the host and the play-by-play but like i don't think that works as a broadcast so it was uh it was really good um yeah you know i I don't know else what else behind the scenes um there was only uh from like the viewer perspective there was only like one hiccup and i think it lasted like 10 to 15 minutes and there was like a point where the stream got really laggy for everybody watching that was, that, uh, was so I guess, yeah, there was, um, I, again, I don't know if that's just due to the, where the venue was. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, I mean, like they, I think that DreamHack they did a really good job dealing with what they had to, what they had available to them. Um, because they were at the mercy of whatever the NHL wants. Right. And I think that's just from what it seems like they had to kind of scramble in terms of venues. Again, COVID was a big thing in, in, in Montreal. So like you, again, when you're trying to plan a venue for an event, like back in like March, you don't know if that's like going to work, things like that. So they, they did the best they could, but yeah, definitely, um, you know, it, it definitely didn't, uh, did, did have a hiccup there for a little while, but, um, I thought that Jens from DreamHack specifically, he was like our, our 
the guy in our ear uh made it very easy on us so um yeah yeah no other than that i mean i think that's sometimes to be expected too during like things that last for you know however long that is it's a five hour stream i think um and if there's only like 10 minutes that was long yeah that's not bad I i was trying to keep up like the energy and uh i texted i texted kevin uh like right before regs and Eki or regs and gren went on and i'm like dude i need this to be too well of course it wasn't because like i felt like i was gonna pass out because i was just screaming um trying to keep his energy as high as i could and i don't take breaks so like in between if there's a commercial or something i don't leave to go to the bathroom i don't get something to eat i don't i very even rarely drink and um drink any water and it was just like I was getting a little lightheaded. Like I was just like, ah, I need this to end, you know. Like, and it, it was fine. It did, and it went, uh, it went well. Um, the scary part is calling the end. Jens, I'll never forget. In Europe, he's like, just don't screw up the ending. He's like, of all the things, he's like, just you cannot screw up the ending because that's what they'll use on promos in the future. That's what they'll use as like the the big thing on Twitter, Instagram, all of it. He's like. Do not do that. So I memorized the ending call, which was which was good, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was fun. Regs won, and one of the, a crazy series. Um, it went three. I thought that, and even in the game one, it looked it was just nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, like I think uh, I think that this is needs to be said that I've learned now from competitive NHL. To all of the people that complain that this game is luck-based. We had the same two kids be one and two three years in a row. And that simple... And when you can, when you think of the game that we play and how luck is involved, and there is there are games that are determined by a flick-up and a random goal and it just being dead, you know what I mean? But, like, to overcome all of that in best three of Three years in a row. Three years in a row, I think that says enough. I think that if you put in enough time and you have enough talent and you have enough instinct... It, it will not matter at the end of the day, it, nine times out of 10. So, um, you know, again, Gren and Regs, what's sickening is that there could be a fourth year. I was, <laughs> so as the bracket was going on, like part of me is like, I love a new champion. The same thing with real hockey. I love like a new, a new champion. I hate seeing repeats for the most part, but it was the same thing as Tampa this year. We're never going to see three Stanley Cup champions again in a row, probably in our lifetime, just how the salary cap works and how, you know, the bubble and all of that worked out for, for Tampa. Um, but I don't think, I don't know if the GMC keeps going on. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't think I, I we'll think ever see something like that. the only way see a different winner is if it goes is back to that, each other. Um, Nash, or like USA and Canada separate. Whenever you have both of those combined, it doesn't allow for some of the, uh, you know, other people to maybe make the top two or top four. Um, because Gren and Regs are clearly better than everybody else, right? And they're going to go through everybody else and meet each other in the finals unless they get unlucky and have to play earlier. But those older formats allowed, I think, some other people to make it further. Yeah. Um, Oh, there was definitely, like, I'll even say this, Lebanese man, who was, like, the guy that, kind of the odd man out this year, who definitely took advantage, or not took advantage, he won the games he needed to. Yeah. Um, he, he... was uh, had a little bit easier bracket because of PlayStation 4, and some of the better people in the community got banned. Um, but you can't fault him for that. He took Geimer to three games, and I, I thought that Geimer, he, he um, in his series versus Gren, I think he got 2 owed. No, it went to three. It did go to three. Sorry, yeah. his game, so he beat Gren. So that's actually the one I have to say. I was completely wrong on Geimer. Yeah, Because I think so I said last game. podcast, I was like, I wasn't impressed with his play. Yeah. Um, that second game, he out TOA'd Gren like 12 to mm. three. And I yeah, think there was, uh, if I had to say, he had like the short end of the straw in terms of like bounces over like the course of the series too. It was, I, I said this to him while he was on stage. I was like, man, that was the best game. I, it's funny. Cause like I've been doing this long enough and, but I haven't been there since the start. So like 2020 was really like my first year. So NHL 20 was my first year being somewhat involved in the GWC. Yeah. And I've watched like him. I remember playing him at a tournament in like Hamilton or in Toronto. It was like a little tiny, like little tiny land. And like I used to beat him, like, and I, I remember seeing him and meeting him and then watching him play and become better at the game. I was like, dude, I've watched you basically in every single tournament for the last three years. That was by far the best game, and it's wild how confident he is now. Yeah, I and, know, right? Completely different you know, person. I think that's a super important thing. You saw what happened when you don't have confidence, like Pogues and Gren. Sad that that wasn't on stream, 
Pollock's had all the pressure in the world on him. His whole family was there. I think that he was thinking a little bit too much about, um, he won't admit that, but like, it just seemed like that. Like he was thinking he wanted to win for his mom. You know, he had, he, his mom has had a couple of health scares, you know, very good story so far. Like, you know, she's, she's healthy now or healthier now. And, um, I think that, you know, he had a really big support, but I think he really wanted to make it that second day and he did fine in game one. But then after like the second period, he just got flooded and he couldn't keep his composure at all. And then I feel like when you play regs or Gren, if you're not somewhat, even Benny took regs to game three, dude, I got like, dude, there was, again, that was off stream. And that's something I guess I want to talk about a little bit in terms of format changes. But uh, it was just really good. I think that it was it was really fun. I thought that the best player won. I've never seen Regs play like that before, and Regs has been the best for a while. Yeah, like, game no, dude, it's two scary and three how, was. It's scary that he's the best like skilled player. He's the smartest player easily, and I'm glad that so GWC has actually knowledgeable people calling the games. Uh, and you and Grizz called it out. That play he was doing with Kucherov with Gold One, where he would like, cycle his defenseman down to yeah. get Kucherov at the point. Nobody else is doing that. He's he's the smartest player and he's the most skilled. Like for, I, I don't for get anyone, how good he is. I know. For anyone that doesn't know about, or maybe we didn't watch, so it was the hut draft happens in the GWC. So at the final sixteen, they drafted a they drafted a team of basically versus ratings. So you only have like three or four really good cards on your team and defense there there was really no d to d's that went in cleanly but so what what kucherov is like a high 90 shot so what regs would do is he would pull kucherov all the way around until he was at the point and he would get it back to him and he had like make it snappy on and maybe it does something yeah, well, we don't he had think silver one t on him too and silver one t and he was just ripping them on like and there was a play you i i want everyone to go back and watch this it's in game it's in game three, and it's it's basically the goal that starts to flood Gren. Gren's on the power play, and he Regs is shorthanded. Regs literally looked. I know because I know he does this because I've I've had him I've had him on my channel breaking down his game, so I know how crazy minute and what how the attention to detail he has. When you're killing a penalty, how often do you think about the guy coming out of the box? Yeah, it's not often in the game when right? it's Some in your zone. Like yeah. I'm not talking you have control. Like he had he had gotten the puck right back at the last second, knew that his guy was coming to the box, saucered it all the way across the ice. Gren was there, but he saucered it, and it went right over his stick, and he had a breakaway out of the box. And I, I remember watching it when, like, in real time, being like, oh, my God. Like, to, the scoreboard's on the bottom now, which is awful. And, like, it's not native to, like, where you're trying to go. Like, you're trying to go up screen, and you have to look down, which is, like, that's what's my b- biggest issue with the, with the scoreboard. And it, I was just like, wow, that was, I was, and that made it three nothing, and that was basically the game. Like, it, it Dude, was just, and, and every small thing he did, like, um, so he mentioned on stream, I think, and then in some of the interviews, Shekel was helping him out. I don't know how much Shekel helped him out, but I've known Shekel for probably thirteen years in the community. He's uh, mm-hmm. signed to the Isles Gaming as a goalie, yeah. and Shekel's a smart guy. And Love Regs Shekel. added in like the rebounds to his game this year, yeah, and, and different shots, yeah. and I think that might be something that Shekel helped him out on. A little bit because Reg's like perfected. You've never seen that. No, you haven't seen him seen that from him in the last few years. Him adding that this year like made him that much better. Yeah, because like every goal is so important at that stage, and anytime you can get one, like it's so like, it, and especially in twenty two because there was the least amount of, um, I don't want to say skilled goals. There was the least amount of quote unquote glitch glitch goals that you could you could set up you know to you know to and again i think that it's bad for the competitive play because you could just sit in the middle and you're waiting for something lucky to happen um i think that certain glitch goals are certain i, I want to say mechanic goals goals that require you to have an advanced knowledge of the mechanics of the game um there was very little of that so to, like the one with pogs where he would drag his the goaltender left and right and go back far side post is basically the only one like yeah, i don't was, think we saw really, any because we saw gren go for that side of the net where you skate into the goalie and it didn't go in um no he tried it though he did try it and it almost went in i think it went across it the almost line. went it went right through the crease yeah we didn't see any wraparounds we didn't like there were no glitch goals besides that pogs one and that's more of a skill-based goal yep and that isn't a bad thing like for the most part but i think it's it leads to a big reason is why every game this year more than any other nhl game when you lost okay i'm trying to word this correctly 
there was more games where you lost and you felt like you should have won than any other game. Because time on attack doesn't mean everything, because it means that you're just holding on to the puck and maybe you're ozone ragging. But you can tell when you should have won a game and someone just scores, comes down and scores a hockey goal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, taking a slap shot and it just bam, bounces off of something and in. Like, that's really what determined. And we talked about this a ton. Like, save percentages and goaltenders. If you go back and look at the last four games that you guys have played, I'm willing to bet that the save percentage of your main goaltender is far higher than any other year. Because goals, like, you just don't, there's there's not very many way, unique ways to score. Unique ways to score. So, um, but we'll see about 23. Who knows? Um, let's talk, let's talk quickly about like, what would you like to see in terms of like format changes? Yeah, Here's dude, I was watching, opinion. uh, Daddy Padre and John Wayne. Well, oh, also, Josh if you Fearless. haven't listened to the Gap Year podcast, you gotta yeah. go listen to that. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of that because they had, uh, Grizz on there, your, uh, yep. co-commentator. They, yep. uh, Pulgs was on there and I think uninstall. Yep. And they brought up some of the things I'd mentioned before. I want to see like, uh, obviously you want 32 teams to be active and have qualifiers. Um, <clears throat> and I think it was uninstalled said it or maybe it's pulgs uh have two teams run a run a tournament each week like for qualifiers you know something like that where you can sign up for that team to be represented by that team uh competing in an open bracket um and then at the end of the year they have 32 representatives and that's how gwc works um some kind of thing that feeds into the year-end tournament i think that uh so again i hate i hate okay so like i i spend a lot of time working with or, or hanging out and, and spending my, a lot of my time this year with the people in power, I guess, right? And I hate that, like, whenever I, like, explain why something can't work, people think that, that I don't want it to. Yeah, no. Right? So I, I want to make, I wanna make they, that clear. because They like, ask all the teams to be um, involved, right? And the teams Yeah, so, like, the, the first thing that comes up is, like, yeah, 32-team tournaments would be amazing. And I think that that's what they would really <clears> love. <throat> Yeah. Unfortunately, they can't mandate that. So what of would course. happen is you would get the St. Louis Blues or the Arizona Coyotes being like, we're not putting money into this. And now you're like, okay, so then the NHL has to front it for them. And then you're then the, then the Columbus Blue Jackets are like, hey, why are we fronting this when you're doing it for that? You know what I mean? Like it leads to a, a snowball. I, I did listen to their podcast, and I think one of the things that I think would make sense is if the NHL ran 32 tournaments. Of course. The, like, not the teams. And the player that won picked their team. Which is the week. same thing, essentially, just worded Essentially, yeah. It's it just there isn't individual tournaments, right? Yeah. So, by the team run. Which is which is interesting. I What I've found the most interesting this year, um, but again, like, you have to consider, like, EA loves this format. Like, why? Because there's not said that much before. work all if year. You, if you wipe out the GWC, the interest at the high level, we're not talking about, like, for anyone that's listening that doesn't compete in the GWC, I, I'm not saying that, like, it's, it, it, you know, you guys don't matter. Definitely do, because it's fun to compete in and see how, you know, you might surprise yourself and, and, and do well. I didn't think that's big to grow the GWC, right? But, like, I lost my train of thought. But, um... Uh, <laughs> that's easy to happen on here. Yeah, um... Oh my god! What was I gonna say? You were saying EA loves it because the competitive oh EA community. loves yeah. it because the whole year, like the longer it goes, the more that the players that have to want to win or that have a shot at winning, they have to keep grinding. They have to keep doing hut champs to get packs. They have to keep, you know what I mean? Like they have to keep at it. And EA loves that. And um, you know, there's a relationship with EA because when you again knowing like the back end, when you lot when you watch a GWC broadcast. On ice, the GWC logo is in there, and Dunkin' Donuts is on the boards, and like that's huge to sell to a sponsor that runs a hundred and fifty thousand dollar tournament, right? So and then, so like that's another annoyance in my opinion, like because you you have to because I I, I truly think that like as a, a viewer, I think HUD is still the best because it gives you the most amount of engagements, it allows the most signups. Um, it's the most played 1v1 mode, so it makes it unique uh, in terms of, like, you know, players and whatnot you have on your team. But the problem is that the broadcast doesn't show it. It doesn't show. I, that, they mentioned this. They mentioned that on, on Padre's podcast. Like, they don't show the the 99 hut part. No, they don't. This year. Now, and, this and year. You, now, again, you like, play this play on this, it all year, too, but they don't yeah, show it. Yeah, and they don't show it. So, like, they're playing with versus teams that are drafted. So, I mean, if you ran 32 versus tournaments and then at the 32 stage, 
maybe every team dude, i would love after doing so the ihf tournament is like a whole other thing i think it's the best tournament but um something that's missing and clearly an issue is that they can't use their own countries because it's a competitive disadvantage so like canada is far better than everyone else just because of the overall ratings. If you could have a competitive balance like they have it in FIFA, where whatever team you choose has 85s across the board, that would be huge. And imagine if, like, you chose the Anaheim Ducks and you got a Zegris that's 85 overall. You know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, you go from there. Because I know I know, I listen to, I, I talk to a few guys that, um, that, like, literally work for NHL teams that are like, we don't understand why Johnny Goudreau is playing for the Islanders or things like that and that, that's a tough sell that makes it you know it's a little weird right but i think that's all things that they definitely want to work on um it, the, the four console thing was super tough um i would love to see it go next gen only next year i, I think i, 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 underst- I understand so, yeah. this year i understand why this year you can't it was less than 50 percent of the player base played on new gen this year so like you can't be like, hey, you can only compete in our tournament if you have a five hundred dollar console. Now consoles are much more widely available. If you want to be among the best in the world, you gotta compete with the best, and that's unfortunately like that's just you know it is what it is, right? Like, um, but uh, yeah, like I would love to see something like um the Halo Championship series. So I don't know if you fall like I I love the Halo Championship Series this year because it, it brought back vibes of when I competed in in like 2008, and what they do is like three majors, and a couple of uh, minor online tournaments, and they get points pro points, and then at the end the you at a certain amount qualify for like the grant like the you know the finals in Orlando, and um, I would love something like that. I yeah, would love that'd be multiple. Too. Like imagine, like, let me ask you this like. Because again, then I I think I'm just thinking of like the the arguments, like I you know what I mean from like the other side, right? But imagine you had like a tournament that was like connected to they love they love tournaments connected to events, which makes sense. So like the Winter Classic is the first thing I think of. Like imagine you had a LAN, uh, maybe an online hut qualifier in December, and the final two, the winner of each console gets flown to to the Winter Classic, and they get an auto bid to the Grand Finals, but they play for the, five the money grand, three yeah, grand. The, the money doesn't matter. And I, yeah, I, exactly. I do you get a free trip to the Winter Classic. I don't think the money should be important because I don't think, like, besides Regs and Gren, you know, you don't have a chance to win it anyway. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, all those things feeding into the next one And um, you have the All-Star game. And, and I Same think, situation. You run it yeah. online like Hut. If you want, um, because I know again they they're not going to get rid of EA's involvement. Like it just is they they it wouldn't make any sense for them for either of them. Um, but I, I think the NHL should work on expanding their roster of, of talent too. Whenever it comes to that, yeah. because they can't have you and Grizz calling every event, right? No, and I know, and I think this year, um, <clears throat> you know, they not not that it was a step back because I bet you I know you heard that it's like oh where's Arda and Nasher right. But they kind of built you guys up this year, and you guys did a great job. So I think if they move to more events, <clears throat> they got to bring on a little bit more talent in terms of like you know maybe you know you you call the three major ones, and then they have people that are training or just yeah. getting more exposure and building up the community um, for some of the smaller ones too. The like, main goal I, should be uh, people love saying creating personalities or whatever, but just getting people out there more, you know, and that's what having like, all those events would do. I'm wondering, like, so, like, even the logistics of running 32 tournaments, like, That's I don't hard. know what the relate, what the what the issue, like. So you got to think, like, let, let's say we're planning 32 tournaments, right? Um, based on math, like, so there's four weeks in a year or in a month, in a year, in a month. October, you can't start the game launched in the middle of the month. So say it starts in November, okay? November, December, January, February, March, right? So five times four. That's only 20 tournaments. So that means you're running like. Two tournaments a weekend, okay? The admin requirement of that, let's say they use Battlefy, like what does that cost look like? Are do are they do they even have like the capability of that with other tournaments they're doing? Like, do they have the infrastructure to handle thirty-two tournaments in the span of like, you know, twenty weeks essentially, right? Like, is that all like you know, because I think that is the best way because I think that you can't have 
region-based lands or region-based term. You can't have the Anaheim Ducks throw a tournament for the Anaheim Ducks and in a certain region, you can qualify and be a duck. That would be great. Imagine every team had a pro player, like a pro quality player. That's the that would be the ultimate goal. And then, because then the Ducks would be like, we're promoting our guy. We're following him. The Ducks fan, he could bring him out the Ducks games, like what they do with the Islanders players. Get him behind him, put a face to it. And then when the GGC comes around, like you got teams, like the Anaheim Ducks fans, being like, yo, I want to see my guy win. Right? That's not going to happen. Unfortunately, I apologize to anyone out in Anaheim. There's no one that's going to be even come over close, probably in the top 50, maybe even 100 in, in the world or, you know, in comparison. I mean, you'd have so, Thrash Gaming be the rep for uh, Detroit. And then, you yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> uh, I think Jost might take that one. But uh, no, like, I'm, exactly. I'm saying if they just picked who, like, the, uh, you know, the popular oh, guy was. I actually, I am okay with, because like, that's a whole other thing. Like, so say, so like, region based events, that's not going to happen. Like, it just won't because it doesn't make any sense for them, and it would lead to a worse competitive tournament, which I don't think we should want. I think that um, you either want to become super competitive or you want to go full fan engagement. And again, Padre echoed this. Like, Padre said that. Like, that makes a lot of sense. you got to decide. And I think that, like, you know, that they do the best they can, but I think that this year, I think a format change definitely is needed. And I think that they're they're looking at all options. I can tell you that. Like, I know that they're looking at whatever they could do to make the best one. I just don't think, like, 32 teams, 32 tournaments is going to be a thing. Yeah. I um, think for our sake and <clears throat> the community in general, anybody that's a content creator, fan engagement would be the way to go. Um, for I fans, watching, yeah, but for the you, actual Did you ever watch like, uh, Madden Nation when it was on TV, like, 15, 16 years ago? I did not, know. Yeah, so they... um. They had like a bus, and these in these like twelve professional Madden players would go around the country, um, representing like a player. So like uh, Chad Johnson, he had a professional player attached to him, and that guy would be in the tournament, and he could, he could only use the Bengals. Um, obviously, it was a competitive disadvantage if he was playing against back then. Maybe it was like the Raiders were a good Madden team, but it was more for the engagement side, right? The best player eventually won. Like, if Riggs was in this tournament as the Anaheim Ducks, he probably would have won, you know? But uh, I don't think it's bad. I don't think uh, I don't think valuing that over the competitive side is a bad thing. I think it's probably better for the longevity of whatever. I think if you want to, yeah, like, that's another thing, right? Like, if you go full to the competitive aspect, I respect that because, like, I want the best player to win. But the, here's the problem. The best player has literally won the last three years in a row. Mm-hmm. But the other like 10 maybe the 10 behind it haven't been the best um which is like you know again in a perfect world you want number one through 50 in the correct order right but some, and again sometimes hockey happens but like the format has made it where like that isn't really the case all the time um but we'll see what happens i'm excited i think that like i said the vibes i got is that next year is going to be the best gwc um my like feedback personally was like an early roadmap to exactly like it doesn't have to be dates months like you know what I mean like here are the, here are the things and uh, and just more throughout the year I think uh, again a lot of people talk about the game being it, it, GWC happening at the end of the year when the game is like at its weakest point um, and that's true but tying it to an event allows the NHL to um, lean on maybe sponsors and again like you know just fan engagement from the actual thing like it's very easy. Uh, for them, it's an easy marriage uh, for content-wise. Um, but if that's the case, there's a couple events throughout the year. Like, there's a Winter Classic. There's the All-Star Game. And I believe there's Stadium Series. So, like, all in the middle, like, right there. And then that could lead into um, the finals. I mean, I would even be okay if, like, if if Jordan from the Islanders is able to get Regs and Gren to fly out for a, for a final match. It won't happen until after 23 is out because they wouldn't be able to do it until, like, the season is on, right? So they're playing 2022s or NHL 22s like grand world finals, right? On NHL 23, right? So it's not going to be like the it's not going to be like the true thing, but imagine that's like the spectacle and then you also just tied an event like a qualifier, like a major to it, right? I think that would be cool for both parties. Like I think that would be that'd be sweet. The Islanders get like their promo of like the two winners, like they had the best two players in both regions play and find out who they're you know, champion was overall. Um, and then you also get the NHL, uh, the GWC for next year, like in at that same place. And UBS is like the dude, I, it's a castle. Okay. It would be a great place to host an event, but you know, we'll see. I'm excited for NHL esports over the next year. Um, I hope the game is better and I hope that it happens earlier, which I know it will. I can, I can almost confirm that this, that it will happen far earlier 
and the format will be different. So no matter what, I don't know if it's good or bad. I would assume it's good. Like I said, this year feels like it's the most they're going to put behind it to really try and flush it out. And I'm excited. I think they have a really good guy and a, and a team leading the way in that. And uh, I've had the pleasure of being pretty involved with them. And, and again, like I just feedback back and forth. And I'm, I'm really excited to see the, the things that are going to go on next year. Um, because no matter what, they will be better, you know, in terms of the format. Yeah, no, that's exciting to hear. Yeah, I hope they listen to the right people. Um, and it sounds like they, they're starting to. Um, past few years with COVID and everything, it's understandable. It was know, just done to, to be done. Like they were, they were just trying to get through it. Like it, it, it was tough and they did a great job at it, but like it was like, you could tell, like they were just trying to make it keep happening, which says a lot, you know what I mean? Like that, that's that you can't fault the NHL because they're, they, they're probably not getting a ton out of it. And they like, you know, like they did the due diligence to make sure there's five straight years of it during a pandemic. Dude, you know what's um, crazy though? I wonder what Madden's getting out of it though, because like, <clears throat> like obviously it's a bigger game, but they run. What's that? What you mean EA or Madden? Um, like EA, like uh, okay, what yeah. what they get out of it? Just because they run thirty two different like team tournaments, and I'm pretty sure they have like the team finals in person. Um, obviously it probably yeah they at Redwood. COVID. I'm at the Redwood studio. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's pretty crazy. Um, I how guess often EA... do the team tournaments for Madden run? Like, What's it's got to be... How often are there tournaments for Madden? So right? they're ladder-based online. So, like, you can you select who you want to try to qualify for. Um, so, like, okay. if I pick the Steelers, um, there might be, like, a week or two long leaderboard that you play in, and it's, like, the top 64 that qualified, that selected the Steelers, um, playing, like, a closed bracket. It's partially uh, online. And then I think like the final eight maybe um, are flown to their studio and they play it on stream. 32 times. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Last time I followed it, obviously that changed during COVID whenever some of it went um, just completely online. But yeah, 32 team tournaments. And then after that, they break it down and then like the, the club winners, like the people that won the championship for each team, play against each other. And then they have like a final club champion. And then outside of that, they also have other tournaments too. So like that's all through Ultimate Team, but they'll have like a regulation team like versus tournament as well. There's a that that I think that's because the EA has a specific division for it. So like the EA yeah. competitive team is like legitimately a section of EA Sports, and like they would i don't know how i don't know where the funds would come from from that yeah, i'm and, assuming I mean, that that's what i'm thinking too because ea is such a profit-driven company i mean what company isn't but ea especially they is they, dr- and, yeah, they fall over themselves yeah there has they have to be making something off that because they do get some pretty big sponsors off that um and it's kind of crazy i don't know if you've watched any of it but they'll have like a lot of like former pro players eventually get into like commentating they have to do the production on those is crazy I would love, like, a Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame? Like, a GWC, like, Hall of Fame. Oh, that'd yeah. be something, wouldn't it? Like, Gren and Rags are just, like, in it forever. Oh, like, yeah, Gren, Gren Rags, Eki. Cookie's in yep. there. John Wayne's in there. John's definitely in there, yeah. I think it'd just be, like, that'd be cool. I mean, we're going into year six. You know what I mean? Like, it would be, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I There was, like, I there was something, like, I had heard from one of the kids. Like, what if the the NHL teams that have like an esports org, like the Blue Jackets, let's say, what if they just picked their representative? Like they picked Cookie. They would they would pick Cookie, okay? And he automatically qualifies for the GWC, the 32-team portion of it, right? Let's say they go back to NHL 20, uh, 21, where every team had a representative. Um, like what if, like, so then the, the, the pros and cons to that is like, A, he didn't have to qualify. So he doesn't, you know what I mean? Maybe he's not one of the best. But B, He's going to get pushed. Like, if he gets pushed by the NHL the team, like, that's what I think that is. I'm so let down by the NHL teams because these kids, like, they, I mean, it's their choice to grind the game, right? But, like, man, they select these teams. Like, Jose is a Red Wings fan from Michigan. Like, that's his team. Like, you can't, like, that, is, that might be him and Pol- Polks for the Leafs. Is probably because, like, obviously, I, you know, like, Regs likes the Islanders, but I believe he's a, like, a, you know, he's a anyways, Bruins like, fan, right? I think he's a Bruins fan. I think he grew up a Bruins fan. I, yeah. I honestly think he might be an Islander fan now. Like, he's done, <laughs> Jordan's done a great job. Yeah, they've done, him, they've but, got a lifelong fan now. Yeah, but like, 
other than that, man, like, you know, it's, there isn't a lot of like perfect marriages. Like there isn't. And, no. And uh, then you have some areas that are just like, you, you couldn't really pick a Leafs guy though. Right. Like, cause they had like Pogues and Safir this year. But I mean, showed. what if they did? Like they, they the other did. guys are still open. There's like, the thing so where what would it happen? goes back to what do you value engagement or the competitive mm-hmm. side? Right. But I mean, I don't think anyone would complain if Pogues was the Leaf one is, is what I mean. Yeah, I, I get. I mean, I guess he didn't prove like he wouldn't have to like because like there's a very strong chance that he doesn't make it just because of how difficult the bracket is. I know, but you also have like you have a lot of good like Josh was banned this year. I think that's his region. I guess um, that would be his region. Saphir, yeah. like you know, his region might like, be Winnipeg. To be honest with you, who? <laughs> Winnipeg. Who Josh? It's close Thunder Bay. Oh but I guess no, I did. Dude, my, my Canadian geography is terrible. Yeah, he's from Toronto. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, It'd be interesting, but like we'll we'll have to wait and see, man. I think um, I I had a lot of fun, and I'm like I said, I, I'm I'm very excited for uh, for next year's GWC. Hopefully, I'm involved again. Like I, I hope that I'm involved again. But um, even if I'm not, like it it just sounds like there will be uh, more emphasis put on throughout the year, as opposed to okay, it's December, we're announcing it. Okay, it's March. Now we got to, you know I mean? Here's two months of like just every weekend, right? Like, and I hope that's the biggest change. I, I loved when they went to Hut for the aspect that it's in game. Like they just, they have to go sign up on Battlefy, but like, that's it. They're in game and it's very simple. You get way more players in, but if you're going to allow that, they have to do something to highlight them. And I don't know how, like it just. It's tough, and I think it'll be ironed out over this year. But I, I would love to see like the major route. I think that the Halo way would be uh, an interesting one. Again, three majors where every all of those majors there's tournaments, and then like yeah, the top qualify two online on. for that, play the finals at the tournament, yeah, play the, like, play at, the at finals in land you know? at, at those events. Yeah, and then they get they get promoted. In, out the dude, ass. it can feed into that final event, whether it's at like the Stanley Cup finals or something or at whatever. It can feed into the you know follow the NHL year long. That'd be yeah. perfect. I agree, man. But uh, this is probably a really boring podcast for anyone that isn't interested in the GWC. Aren't they all? I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for everyone that listens, by the way. Uh, Anything else NHL related? I don't know. I'm really, I'm terrified for 23 news. I gotta say. I am and I'm not. I am What do you, why aren't you? Worst case scenario, it's 22, right? That is devastating news that's not yeah, worse worst, worst case scenario what are the chances it's 22 i i guess it can't be worse i i get i literally can't in terms of hut like it can't it can't be worse yeah so and i hope gameplay improves a little bit but like that might be me, my bias but i guess that's true yeah all right there's what i was thinking What's yeah off topic here yeah i the dude uh so my friend called me up last night and uh okay. he works in like tech but sure. he's like wants to like find a different careers. I don't know. And I was thinking how bad it sucks in life that you just can't try things for like three months at a time. You know, like hypothetically, like I, I work in finance, like I'm kind of locked into my career. I think I'd be good at marketing. I, I mentioned that before on the podcast. I would like to try that for like a firm for like three months, make the same amount I do now. Just try it out for three Bro. months. <laughs> okay. All right. Make the same you, dude. You went to school for six years to get the same amount you make now. <laughs> You're gonna be like, yeah. yo, I want you guys to pay me the exact same to do an entry level. I no, have I don't want to do entry level. I want to do like whatever, whatever is equal to my role now. I want to do that in another place. But like, I mean, I, dude, I, I think the skills transfer in a lot of things. I, I think sure, degrees yeah. are overrated in the sense that you're not really learning. You're just paying for whatever. We are. We are. You're paying for the paper. Yeah. 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 But I've dude, graduated, and it's not like I never use... I mean, I, no, I didn't really use it. Yeah, like, I'm 29, you're, like, 31. Like, I I, I think, and I, I bet you do now, too, after uh, you got into commentating, you're, like, learning a lot about business in general, and those life lessons you're learning are applicable to almost everything in business. Oh, I'm what, fairly certain I could be a social media manager for a company. Oh, or, you could... Or, or okay, wait, 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 time out, time out. Obviously, you could because that. Did you did you read that story about that EA tweet from like a week dude, ago? Dude, the EA thing. Oh my god! Yeah, so dude, the if, EA thing. Yeah. So if nobody saw, there was a uh, there was like a, a Twitter <laughs> meme for for a minute, and it was like she's a Mills ten, but she does this thing, you know. Yeah. So the EA account tweeted out, "She's a ten, but she only plays single player games." 
Yeah. And it was just people roasting them just because EA has a ton of single-player games, you know? Yeah, like, Star Wars Fallen Order is, like, one of the best single-player games in the last, like, four years. Yeah, so it's, like, there was this article um, behind the scenes on what actually was happening at EA, um, like, some of the employee reactions. This is great. And it was just, like, some regular dude that tweeted it out. Like, it, there was no management there. There was nothing. And this is a billion-dollar company, right? Multi-billion-dollar company. So, yeah, I'm fully confident you or I could go in and manage the social media team to not do Dude, that. Did you see, Did you see like, why that was tweeted? Like, the rumor? What was the rumor? EA higher-ups, like, higher-ups in EA said, let's um, make a marketing campaign where we flame our develop like, the, the single-player developers, and then release like better like a great big com content fix yeah so as like a way though, to get huge amount of interest that article said that that wasn't true they went okay thank after God. that was tweeted they had to figure out a plan to address it and make it look like it was intentional thank god which is even what a worse mess. but isn't that even yeah. worse so like I, I don't understand like i don't understand how that happens so you or i couldn't go in and do that job for excellent I've almost applied to the ice dogs a couple times. I would like my next like focus if ever came available, and I will reach out this year. I would love to be the radio guy for the ice dogs. Like I would love to try it in the OHL. Like there really isn't much lower of a league. To yeah, try. but here's the issue with that though is that I don't know what the pay is, but it's a. It's I don't a, care about the pay. You don't care about the pay, right? Mm -hmm. But realistically, if you had the support, you know whoever. I know you guys have the dual income family. Well, actually, that's that's the thing about becoming self-employed, though, right? Like you have to when you want to go and chase your, chase your passion project. I've said this a lot, and it'll be in my book eventually. Like as you get older, like the your responsibilities as they as they increase, it means that your line at which you can leave what you're doing, the, it it goes it goes up. Your income that you have to make in your hobby has to go up to make sure that at minimum you set, dude. You eat ramen noodles. You work. 22 hours a day that's on you like that's fine but if you have a wife or kids or a mortgage like, yeah they can't be impacted because they didn't sign up for that that's right? and that's Unless not you feasible have for most people though that's my point if yeah, you guys yeah. if, if you and uh your wife were at a different point where you guys had a kid you couldn't do that you can be like hey i'm I gonna have go done what i did no yeah i'm gonna go call the ice dogs games i'm getting paid thirty-two thousand dollars a year uh and that's it and, I would know. be paid, but yeah, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be a lot. Like, like, so dude, I did all the esports broadcasts for free. Did there like every one I did was for free, and it finally paid off. And like, that's just I think that's the majority of what things that happen to in life, dude. I I didn't get my first YouTube check for like three years. Oh, of course, right? I, 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 I totally get that, and it's the same thing in in like, I mean, if you're in like the corporate side, like I worked a lot of shitty jobs to get the experience I needed, but like at this point, like I can't afford to do that. But like I know I'm more than qualified to go do a different type of job, you know. Like if you if you were the same situation you're at right now, six years ago, okay, you're not married yet, you're just out of college or university, like you haven't gone and got your master's and like that, right? You you don't own your home and you don't have, you don't have a kid on the way, like you could potentially be like, hey. I'm gonna take a year. I'm a. I'm. You're. You're not really risking much gap year, other than yeah. time. You. You take a gap year. Um. Yeah. That's. I guess that isn't like an adult gap year. I like. I'll tell. If anyone that doesn't know, I told my wife, give me two years. Give me two years. If, if worse comes to worse, I just go be a bus driver. My old man is a operations manager in Niagara Transit. Um. I could. My. I could just go be a bus driver. Make seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year and that'd be it that's like that's it like you know okay my only responsibility is my wife so basically my goal once I, once my hobby so twitch and youtube basically for my first year i earned a thousand dollars a month but that made me like take care of my portion of what i owed for like our rent and everything like that so i wasn't costing my wife anything and like very very worked out right but like during that like i worked like 18 hour days of like making videos and stuff like that and but like, yeah, like if I had a kid and things like that, I wouldn't have been able to do what I did, or I would have, I, I, I would have had to wait until I'm like here. Like, dude, I can't imagine like the amount of like, I wouldn't have slept for the last six years. Yeah, if it's I had scary. a job on yeah. top because I was working forty hours a week doing, you know, streaming and then making videos. But I was, it wasn't like as much as what. Yeah, I'm and right then now. you were going to your soul crushing job. Exactly. Like, so I was like, dude, it was just a bad, bad mix. Oh man, but 
that's for another podcast. I we need a top five. What's our top five? No top five. I'll tell you what. Next week's top five will be our most wanted features added into NHL 23. Okay, so that's a big one. That'll probably be like a 30-minute one. And if you're listening to this and you're still listening to this, you're a real one. I want to know that you're a real one. I want you guys to tell me your top five in the comment section, and we'll scroll through, and we'll see how many we're off by or if we're even in touch with the community anymore. We're probably not. I don't know, man. Like, after the whole AP thing, I just wish I had the ability to speak as EA to explain why I shouldn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Uh, I just, you know, I want, you know, uh, just, that'll be one of the worst things that'll ever happen to me because I couldn't, it couldn't be explained right. And once it's out there, dude, like, it doesn't matter if I wasn't my fault or things like that. Narrative is narrative, you know? Yeah, that was an interesting time. It was fun. That was literally the worst time, I think, in the last three years for me. That was a bad four days. Yeah, I mean, now look at it. It's all over. It's all forgotten. Now it's just a meme. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not, dude. Yeah. Uh, you don't think not. so? I mean, I don't... I, I, dude, I think people dude, are Dude, any it. bad change that happens now, I guarantee you go and search Facebook groups, like the Facebook hut group, and be like, yo, dude, look at sleeves just you know, making them make untradeable packs everywhere Here, here's now. Here's your issue. More. You actually, like... Uh, you're, you're, you're negative about the game, but you also voice your opinion. Because there's other people like, uh, you know, Thrash and Henrik are pretty positive about the game. So I don't think they'd ever voice something for something to be changed um, that has a chance to at all be perceived negative, right? Dude. They don't really care about the gameplay. I mean, they were on board with AP changes. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know I, what I mean, though. They didn't play with it. They were on no, board with AP No, changes. I agree with you, right? But in general, their content isn't focused around really that much yeah i'm more more cynical which maybe is a bad thing like maybe i'm just like so negative i'll be honest with you guys like no matter what like i think that's something that maybe is forgotten about or maybe not not like not like mentioned or brought up like no matter what even if you consider me an enemy and you think that all my opinions are awful dude we want the same thing like selfishly like it's like it's like an enemy of your enemy is your friend right like if the game is better chances are my numbers are better so like at the end of the day like, no matter what i want the game to be better i don't care if it like lines my pockets more because if they if that happens then i'm just perceived as like a dickhead you know I, if the game is just better then it's more enjoyable and people come and watch and want to actually know what's going on about hut and things like that then it's just you know it's a completely different thing like but you know it is what it is all right dude anything else Dude, I don't think... Uh, Bella's going through her first heat. Did you guys get Summer Spade before uh, she went through that? You can't get German Shepherd Spade until their second one. It's really bad for their hips. Okay, that's right. We did talk about that. Yeah, so after yeah, she goes through this, we have to... Two more times. I, I, yeah, Summer is one, and she hasn't had her second one yet. She's 11. She's 13 months old. You guys did so. the diapers? Uh, We have, like, laminate flooring. Oh, okay, perfect. That's, that's and, good. And, so, like, we just... We tried it. But like, dude, like uh, a eight month old German Shepherd with a diaper on her, bro. She just went absolutely bonkers. So that's we're just what, like, yeah, we're that's like, what Bella's doing. We had the, we just like literally lived with the Swiffer bias like at all times. But uh, uh, dude, uh, listen, somebody at work did a boss move, by the way. So we got this guy, um, and I thought this was great. Um, mm -hmm. He's like a uh, he's a director on the technical side. He gets about like eight million in funding a year, mm -hmm. and he's always threatened. He's like, you know what, if we ever if we don't ever get X amount of money, I'm walking. So I got this email on Friday and he's like a, he's a group I'm responsible for. And it's okay. like this person's resigned and he's took seven people from his team. And we're in the process of submitting like our like uh, next fiscal year budget numbers and we're we're supposed to present to like the COO in like a week. And all this stuff changed. And he's he left and he's starting his own company. He literally said I didn't get that budget, so we out? Yep. Good for him pretty interesting we need more of that in the world we need more of that in the world dude i know i know if we don't get cross market and cross console by nhl 24 i'm going to mlb <laughs> no you're not you depend on nhl <laughs> i know i'm so fucking stuck here Kesso. oh yeah God. you are it is what it is <laughs> all right all right fellas 
it's been fun episode 38 hopefully we get you back on spotify if you're watching on youtube but uh appreciate you guys listening and we will see you next week have a good one When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.